Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. The hype that's coming out of Memphis nonstop for the last 48 hours. I mean, we know the police commissioner of Memphis, the uh, black female commissioner, probably more so than any police commissioner in America. She's done back-to-back, belly-to-belly interviews on all the national uh, networks. And all they've been saying is, oh, my God, at any moment... Of the day, there could be riots, there could be insurrection. Oh, when you see this video of five black police officers who are in a traffic uh, situation involving a black driver that led to his death three days later, you are going to be so repulsed. You are going to be so, so impaled by what you see that it might actually lead to mass insurrection in the streets of Memphis and mass insurrection in the streets of America. And I'm saying to myself, what what are we doing here? What are we hyping this for? It's a black city, Memphis, with a black city council, with a black police commissioner, predominantly black population, predominantly black police department, and it's five black police officers who, according to what has been seen on this video, issued such a horrible beatdown of this driver who is running away from him, from them, that it's worse than anything we have ever seen in our lives. I mean, it is horrible. It's worse than Rodney King. I'm saying to myself, remember how oftentimes we saw that beatdown in Simi Valley of the four L.A. police officers as they took out their nightsticks and they beat Rodney King over and over and over because he was speeding. That was a horrible video. And remember, it didn't happen simultaneously when the video emerged that all of a sudden there was the South Central insurrection and rioting that Ice Cube, Ice Tea, Vanilla Ice, one of the ice trays, I don't know, made a song about it in which the Koreans had to protect their property, and the only Korean businesses that survived in South Central and in Koreatown, which is near Hollywood, were the Koreans who actually had AK-47s on their roof or in their parking lots and were prepared to fire it. In fact, fired them in the air. Every other Korean establishment was burned to the ground. Burned to the ground. And that's because the jury in Simi Valley 
uh, which is part of L.A. County. It was moved to Simi Valley out of the city of Los Angeles. Uh, actually came to the determination that the four police officers were innocent and not guilty of the charges. And then it was rioting and rioting and rioting. I'll never forget because we, the Guardian Angels, were right in the middle of it. Uh, Los Angeles Guardian Angels, we had a base right off of Sunset Boulevard, Hollywood Boulevard, and the Ramparts, uh, and over in Koreatown. And I mean, wave after wave of rioters came through, burning and looting and shooting. And as I said, the only businesses that survived, because they were targeting Korean businesses, even though none of the four cops were Korean, who gave uh, Rodney King that beatdown, was because that's where... Uh, most of the businesses in the hood were. They were owned by Koreans, and oh, they took they took a terrible beating. Uh, many of them were dragged out of their business establishments. Many of them were beat down. Everything stolen and then burnt down. And as I said, the only ones who survived that carnage were the Koreans who had their AK-47s mounted, shot in the air from the rooftops and in the parking lot. I'll never forget the images of that. And we're claiming that what happened in Memphis on the part of the five black police officers to the one black civilian. It's worse than anything we have seen before. It's worse than what happened to George Floyd in the streets of South Minneapolis. What happened to George Floyd? We saw that video. That went viral. And we know what happened in the summer of 2020. There was uh, first protests and then rioting, looting, and shooting even to the point where they burnt down the uh, police uh, precinct right there in Minneapolis, and nothing was done to secure the police precinct. The governor there sent the National Guard in way too late, 72 hours later, and the city has never recovered since. We saw what happened in New York City here on June 1st and June 2nd, when all of a sudden Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, decided to tell the cops to stand down, don't get involved. And demonstrations that were led by Black Lives Matter, which has now become big, large mansions, and Antifa were out in force. And when the night came, when all of a sudden it was 8 o'clock at night, and I looked up and down the streets of Lower Manhattan, and I realized we as the Guardian Angels, we were on our own because the cops had vacated. The cops drove by. They said, hey, Sleewa, you better get out of here because... The mayor of the city of New York has told us to vacate the area. Let the crowd vent. Remember, that was true in the Freddie Gray riots in Baltimore that had occurred years before that when the black female mayor of Baltimore ordered the Baltimore Police Department to retreat, stand down, let the crowd vent, and they did by rioting, looting, and shooting. We've seen this scene so many times before. I cannot believe that we have this kind of intensive, intensive, I mean, buildup to the release of a video that is being promoted by the police commissioner who says she has served in the police department 35 years. I I don't uh, in any way, shape or form uh, question that. But these constant appearances in the last 48, 72 hours that were meant to keep everybody calm, in fact, Let's listen to what the uh, police commissioner has said ad nauseum over and over and over again. Why all the hype, 72 hours of hype, and why they're releasing this video tonight when the sun goes down. We thought Friday afternoon, Friday evening would be a good time to release it to try to get people home. 
try to have our children safe and uh, have a means of being able to manage any type of response that we see. Now, what do they mean by response? Uh, they're obviously anticipating rioting and looting. They're selling out of plywood in the nearby Home Depots. Uh, there are a few Home Depots in the greater Memphis area. Memphis is uh, like little New Orleans. It has horrific crime on a regular basis. So they're already selling the plywood. They already got the plywood up on Beale Street. Any of you who've been on Beale Street, it's like uh, it's like going to uh, Canal Street in New Orleans. Uh, really nice, an entertainment district. They got the statue of Elvis near the Mississippi River. They're going to cover that with plywood. They're going to cover up B.B. King's uh, company store, that entire entertainment area because of this hype. Uh, Graceland, I'm sure, has armed guards. I'm sure they're probably putting plywood up on the home of Elvis as we speak, which is the number one tourist attraction in all of Memphis. Then there's the Sun Studio where the birth of rock and roll supposedly took place. They're putting plywood up there. You got the FedEx Forum, which is where the Memphis Grizzlies play. Who knows? They'll probably decide to uh, stampede on the FedEx uh, uh, Forum. And then the Lorraine Motel, remember, that's where uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated in 1968. That's been turned into a civil rights museum. I don't think, I mean, I cannot believe that a mob would attack the uh, remnants of the Lorraine Hotel. And then there's the Stax Museum. Stax, which produced some of the best R&B ever. They have a huge museum there in Memphis. And I cannot believe that they are hyping this over and over and then there's the famous Peabody Hotel, which is already has plywood all about. Can I hear what the police commissioner, again, in Memphis has been hyping for the last 72 hours? Horrific. Alarming. Uh, disappointing. Sad. So she's seen the video. The family has seen the video. So Tyree Nicholas's family is uh, all gathered together. Uh, they have their lawyer, Ben Crump. Uh, ben Crump is railing, uh, talking about all the damage done. Well, this, is, this is going to be a true litmus test. Black cops in a black city with a black police commissioner, with a black victim, black family, almost everybody involved is black. The cops have already been discharged, charged with murder. All of them have been bailed out pending uh, their first arraignment and trial. So is all of a sudden, is this going to be a riot because they almost predict it? Uh, Luke, can I hear what the police commissioner originally said, why she's determined to release this video after 6 o'clock at night central time? So we're talking 7 o'clock East Coast time. We thought Friday afternoon, Friday evening would be a good time to release it to try to get people home try to have our children safe and uh, have a means of being able to manage any type of response that we see. Well, what do you mean any type of response? Why should people be rioting and looting over this, right? Five cops. Apparently the video implicates all five of them. They've been hit with murder charges. They happen to be black. It's a black victim. Should be a slam dunk, right? This is the way the criminal justice system should work. Bad cops end up getting arrested, charged with murder, why even the hint that there's going to be insurrection in the streets of Memphis, which already has normal problems in terms of attracting tourists because of all the high crime? Again, it's like a, a mini New Orleans. And then suggestions that this may take place all over the country. Now, will there be demonstrations? Of course there'll be. But you keep priming the pump. Hype, hype. Now, I notice 
Uh, Lou, there hasn't been any hype uh, that has been applied to the release of the same tape simultaneously from San Francisco by the PD. These are the body cams that uh, recorded the actual attack against Mr. Pelosi, Paul Pelosi, when that screwball went into the mansion looking for Nancy Pelosi. We're going to actually see the body. Now, do you really think anybody's going to be watching that body cam footage other than the conspiratorialists? And then the other tape that's getting released over and over again that may end up having actually more eyeballs, believe it or not, than the actual tape of uh, Tyree Nichols receiving a beatdown from the Memphis police, five black police officers, one black victim that ultimately cost him his life uh, three days later. Is the continued videos of, believe it or not, George Santos, the drag queen. There are two dozen more videos, apparently, that are to be dropped at any point in Brazil where for three years, George Santos, right, three snaps up, was out on the runway in full garb. I mean, six-inch stiletto heels, nylons that did not rip. Wow, this says he's a drag queen. He had it down pat. Sultry dresses. He had uh, drop-dead gorgeous wigs and rouge and red lipstick. And he had all the maneuvers and, of course, the Playtex padded bras. Now, it will be interesting by the end of the night, which has more clicks. I obviously think the Tyree Nichols family, uh, which is okaying the release of the video as we speak in conjunction with the Memphis Police Department, of how their family member was killed at the hands of the Memphis Police Department, the five black police officers, although we haven't seen the tape yet. I'm assuming what they're saying is true. Can I hear what the police uh, commissioner said we can expect to see on that tape? Horrific. Alarming. Uh, Disappointing. Sad. But you're going to release it at 5 o'clock tonight. I'm trying to figure this one out. Oh, my God. This has become like a a sport for the media now. Because where will the next riot take place? Where will the next insurrection Does this only take place when white police officers are involved and the suspects they come across are people of color who eventually might be victimized by those cops? Is that the only time that there's no justice, no peace demonstrations that then may lead to rioting, shooting and looting? In Philadelphia, they use every excuse in the world to riot, loot and shoot. Chi-town, Chicago, St. Louis, You know all the predictable places, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and to a degree, even here in New York City. Just trust me on this one. Don't believe the hype, man. And the networks, you should be ashamed of yourself. You really should be ashamed of yourself for just hyping what could potentially be violence in the streets that many people would not be aware of if you weren't running at 24-7-365 for the last 72 hours. This is the Riffin Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. So it was a real circle jerk. 
at Flushing Meadow Park last yesterday afternoon for the State of the City Address by Eric Adams, Swagger Man with No Plan. And naturally, uh, towards the very start of his address, he had to indicate to everybody out there how he just hates rats. This year, we will build upon that work, especially when it comes to rats. Most people don't know this about me, but I hate rats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know, we know. We've heard a whole panoply of you talking about rats in the last year. I hate rats. Rats, rats, rats. I hate rats. I hate rats. I hate rats. I hate rats. Let me tell you how scared I am of rats. The rats may be listening. I'm terrified of rats. All of you are scared of rats, too. I had a real rat infestation. Rats are everywhere. We were feeding rats. Those rats use it as perfume. Trust me, you got rats. We were creating an environment where rats felt comfortable. See one scurrying down the block. We want to get rid of rats. We're going to kill rats. Kill some rats. Killing rats. Called me a murderer because I was killing rats. Kill rats. And you see a rat and say, okay, you guys fail. The guy blackmailed me. He said, I know you're scared of rats. Rats do not run the city. Rats don't run our city. You can be the rats off. Fighting crime, fighting inequality and fighting rats fighting rats if you're not scared of rats you are you are really you're my hero i'm not scared of rats and that's why i stepped up and said i'll be your rat czar but the mayor couldn't resist taking a shot at me yesterday when he still doesn't have a rat czar to deal with this problem and pretty soon commissioner tish they're gonna hate me <laughs> hiring our new rat czar and it won't be curtis sliwa will be just the beginning of a new era in delivering the best in public service and public spaces. Yeah, meantime, the rats are infesting your own building on Lafayette Avenue in Bed-Stuy. Come on, how are you going to deal with rats in the city when you can't even deal with your own rats in your own building? But then the mayor went on to crow that all crime is down, and I said, where's the fact-checking? Where's the fact-checking here? And we know that major crimes were down last quarter for the first time in six quarters. New Yorkers can finally see safer days ahead after several years of rising crimes. Must be in a drug-induced psychosis. Uh, maybe he's blinded by the sequins that he sometimes wears on his $5,000 customized suits. I may wear nice suits, but I'm a blue-collar cat. <laughs> yeah, you're a blue-collar cat. Oh, sure you are. The last uh, blue you ever saw was the blue uniform when you were a cop for 22 years and you were a house mouse who never made collars, who never busted your shoes. But remember, his whole first year has been about him being the swagger man with no plan. When a mayor has swagger, the city has swagger. Yeah, no, no. City doesn't have swagger. The city uh, remains uh, in the abyss. And you're the swagger man with no plan. And then you had the hubris, the chutzpah, the culions. To declare yourself to be like Aaron Judge, like you had an Aaron Judge year. And I always say this is my Aaron Judge year, but I was already hitting home runs when I p picked Police Commissioner Keyshawn Sue. What the hell are you talking about? She's missing in action. She's living out in Nassau County, refuses to move to New York City. Her contract says you got to move into New York City within six months. And her reason for not moving into the five boroughs, it's not safe. And she's the police commissioner. And then, of course, you got to talk about all the things that you've done to get guns off the street. We're going to use proven methods 
and intensive community support to keep guns culture from taking root and taking over. That means more neighborhood safety teams in more places, more violence prevention programs in neighborhoods with the highest concentration of violent crime, and a new neighborhood safety alliance, a partnership between local precincts, service providers, and community leaders in many of these same neighborhoods. Now, nowhere in there did I hear we're going to hire more cops. We only have 34,000 cops. You need at least 40,000 cops, as you're going to hear Rudy Giuliani later say in the SIDRAP. Anyway, uh, here's uh, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, at his State of the City address yesterday, talking about weed. We're also looking for new ways to address old injustices, including supporting the largest legal cannabis industry in the nation. The cannabis industry... Is, is, is a budding uh, economy. I just realized that buds. <laughs> Put that in here. <laughs> really want to take my hat off to my state lawmakers for pushing through this legislation and making sure it's done fairly and correctly. This year, we will launch a new loan fund to help more New Yorkers who were impacted by the war on drugs to start new businesses. At the same time, we will increase enforcement against unlicensed cannabis shops so that we can say in the city of New York that we are the joint. (laughs) We are not going to let bad actors undermine the promise we made to New Yorkers who were impacted by marijuana criminalization. Because I smell some weed. Someone is smoking. (laughs) Someone is smoking. Yeah, they were lighting up right there at Flushing Meadow Park. Yo, that was so good, Lou. We got to play it twice. This is the mayor yesterday in Flushing Meadow Park in the indoor theater. It seats about 8,000 people. Every one of his sickle fans, toadies, and lackeys. Adversaries need not show up. Republicans need not apply. And if you're conservative, don't even bother coming into Flushing Meadow Park. But this is uh, his strategy. And how to deal with legal weed and illegal weed throughout the five boroughs of the city of New York as we, as we puff, puff, pass through 2023. We're also looking for new ways to address old injustices, including supporting the largest legal cannabis industry in the nation. The cannabis industry is, is, is a budding uh, economy. I just realized that, but. <laughs> Put that in here. (laughs) Really want to take my hat off to my state lawmakers for pushing through this legislation and making sure it's done fairly and correctly. This year, we will launch a new loan fund to help more New Yorkers who were impacted by the war on drugs to start new businesses. At the same time, we will increase enforcement against unlicensed cannabis shops so that we can say in the city of New York that we are the joint. (laughs) We are not going to let bad actors undermine the promise we made to New Yorkers who were impacted by marijuana criminalization. Because I smell some weed. Someone is smoking. (laughs) Someone is smoking. (laughs) Imagine if she comes out of that big theater and he smells somebody uh, lighting up a spliff. Uh, lighten up uh, a fatty, whatever. And he's giggling. He's goofy. He's goofy. Maybe he got a secondary contact high. I don't know. Uh, anyway, 
The governor of the state of New York must have been in a drug-induced psychosis because she took to the microphones earlier this morning. Uh, Surrounding her was the new transit police commissioner, a real dullard. Uh, Some members of the MTA, the money-taking agency, they take our money and they provide no services and you're not safe. And, of course, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. And she was touting the fact that she said... That you're all safe, come ride the subway, come on back. Only like uh, 55% of you ride the subway on any given day. We need you back. Uh, people are not paying the fare. Uh, you know, we're on the verge of bankruptcy with the MTA. But I can guarantee you, as Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, my specialty is crime, and you will be safe and secure on the subways. Major crimes on the subway since we started our initiative to bring more police officers and resources to the subway. Major crimes on the subway are down 28% since October. Bull feathers, bull feathers, bull, bull feathers. What did she say? Did they even mention Adam uh, Klotz, who got clocked? Remember the Fox News weather guy who came to the aid of that old timer on the number one train after the New York Giants got crushed by the Eagles at Link Stadium? He had been in a gin mill uptown like a lot of other people, uh, sort of crying in his beer. Gets back on the one train. He goes uh, downtown. It's early Sunday morning. I was on the air then, as I am all weekend long with WABC. The acronym stands for Always Broadcasting, Curtis, especially Saturday mornings, 12 midnight to 6, followed by Sunday mornings, 12 midnight to 6. So I was on the air, and then all of a sudden, uh, he sees these five uh, jackals, these five vultures, buzzards, uh, these juvenile delinquent thugs approach this elderly man and they actually they light up a joint. They blow the smoke in his face and then they take the lighter and they try to light up his hair. And he's sitting there and he goes, yo, man, you can't be doing that. Boom. And they clock him while he's sitting there. And then he escapes to another car with everybody else and they follow him and they continue the beat down. And this was his response to Brian Kilmeade. Did a great job in interviewing uh, Klotz, the weather guy on uh, on the Fox News Channel, about his ordeal and how unsafe the subways are. They got three of them that night, and they didn't they didn't even take them in. I mean, I didn't know that. It, it took me a day to to know that. They cops told you? No, uh, no po- uh, reporters told me. Well, guess what? Uh, they. Uh, Locked up the fourth guy. They're still looking for the uh, fifth thug, uh, that enemy of society. And they cut loose the fourth guy, too, because this is Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan DA who cuts everybody loose. And then Adam Klotz discussed the problems of riding the subway in the city of New York that we all realize as lifetime subway riders. is that nobody's got your back. Nobody. And it's that next layer, that next level from the DAs or whoever's making these decisions, the government of New York City who's making it impossible for them to work. So the propaganda continues, and the propaganda minister for Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, is Sid Rosenberg. And the Sid rap coming up next, you are going to actually hear Sid Rosenberg this morning admit that he has a private security NYPD detail that is assigned to him as the propaganda minister for Eric Adams to ride two stops, in the morning, from his no-tell motel Holiday Inn Express somewhere in midtown Manhattan to WABC, and then when he finishes from WABC back to his no-tell motel Holiday Inn Express, which I can assure you has no illegal aliens in it. Spectacular! Now, here's the Sid Wrap-Up. Oi! 
once again said got his uh, NYPD escort to and from the studios at WABC today. But before we get into that on the uh, Sid rap, boy, did he run into an impenetrable uh, critic, critic of Eric Adams. Man, I really bit my tongue on that one. The point was, he thought he could lure in former Mayor Rudy Giuliani, greatest mayor we've ever had, into acknowledging uh, as the um, propaganda minister of Eric Adams that Eric Adams has been doing a good job. And then, boy, he hit a brick wall, Sid did, because Mayor Giuliani, who you can hear today at 3 to 4, is basically saying that Eric Adams is like a used car guy. I'm going to say this in the nicest way possible. The guy's not a professional politician. He he was designed for a different profession, maybe selling used cars. Because <laughs> yesterday's speech was extremely damaging. It was a How very so? damaging speech psychologically. First of all, you never beg. They used to call the mayors before me the tin can brigade. Right. Because they would go to Albany and Washington with their little hands out and say, please help me save the city. Please help me save the city. Please help me save the city. I need your help. You're so important. I have to mention you 13 times. Like hell, the mayor is has more power than the governor. More people know the mayor than the governor. And the mayor is more politically powerful as he wants to be. What he did yesterday, he should have done the first day he was in office when he was really popular and he had political leverage. Tells me he's not a really professional politician because he doesn't know how to really use leverage. Solid analysis by Rudy Giuliani. And if you notice, Sid remained quiet because the mayor is. He's like the little boy who cried wolf, begging, begging for money, begging uh, Joe Biden. Remember, the mayor's called himself the Biden of Brooklyn, begging Vice President Giggles Harris, begging the schmuck to putz Chuck E. Cheese Schumer, who's from Brooklyn, begging Hakeem Jeffries, who's from Brooklyn. He's gotten uh, Ugats. He's gotten uh, Bubkiss. And begging his very dear friend, Kathy Crimewave Holcomb. Won't even take 500 illegal aliens upstate, never mind give him any money. He's right. And Rudy nailed it. He's always begging for money. He's like the guy who opens the door to Mickey D's and expects you to put some chump change in his Mickey D's coffee cut. Then... Giuliani went on to explain about crime in the city. I contest that uh, the mayor had maximum leverage. You used that word earlier today. Maximum leverage last year before a gubernatorial race. What's your take? Uh, this is like a, a like uh, I feel like I'm teaching a class, right? That's why you're a politician. That was the time to do it. You got to know. You got to know when you got the power, and you got to use it because you're not always going to have it. He right. isn't as strong a figure as he was a year ago. Mm-hmm. He's now a mayor who made promises, didn't keep most of them, doesn't seem to know how to get them done. And he's in a phase now where it's going to go either way. The second year is the year that decides whether you're, you're successful or not. And then some of the things that he laid out are silly. I mean, if he gets if he gets eight out of ten of these, we lose unless he gets the one on crime. There's no doubt about it. He talks about composting as a solution to the right problem in the city. But I got to tell you, just doing the analytics, when you look at the budgetary problems of Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb in Albany, she's going to have a $16 billion pending debt. It's going to be no money for the city. Eric Adams, as mayor, will have a $10 billion pending debt 
And there's no stimulus money coming from Papa Chulo, who's your daddy, uh, Joe Biden, anymore. We got big, big problems. By the way, uh, you want to be listening to me because I'll be rejoining Sid again on Mondays, as I do every Mondays and Fridays at 7.05 to give him grief. But it will be a birthday celebration for his co-host two days a week, Andrew Giuliani, who I believe will be 37, and Congressman Lee Zeldin. And it's interesting because we're going to pose the question to Lee Zeldin as to whether he is going to take on uh, Gillibrand. You know, it used to be Annie Oakley, and then she was chosen to replace Hillary Rodham Clinton, and then all of a sudden she wanted to melt down all her shotguns, her handguns, and her AK-47s. That should be a very interesting interview on Monday. But now let's listen to Sid because I was badgering him all morning long about the fact that as the disinformational minister of propaganda for Eric Adams, uh, he has been given a private escort by the NYPD each and every morning when he comes to these studios. He only goes two stops from his no-tell motel, Holiday Inn Express, with no illegal aliens. And then when he's finished and he goes back his two stops and he has an NYPD escort, uh, that is there only for one purpose, to make sure that the uh, propaganda minister for Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, is safe and secure. And he admitted it. So I know I'm on Curtis's show right now, this award-winning, tremendous radio program. And I want to give Curtis the exact timeline, because I know he presents how my life works. But I want to give him the exact timeline. So I leave my hotel on East 33rd Street about a quarter to five every morning. And the first thing I do is I text Mayor Eric Adams. And I say, Mr. Mayor, it's Sid, I'm leaving. What that means to the mayor is I got to call my brother and make sure when Sid walks literally two blocks, two blocks to the train station, there are two cops waiting for Sid every morning to make sure he gets to WABC safely. Every morning I text Eric Adams a quarter to five. I get down to the six or four train platform on 33rd Street 10 minutes later, and boom, there are two cops. Same thing happens now at the end of the day. I go home. I text the mayor. I go, Eric, I'm going to be at that station 11 o'clock. He texts his brother, and 10 minutes later, anywhere between two and four cops, make sure there's cops on my subway for the way home. So Curtis has been saying this for weeks. It's true. Now he knows how I operate. It's a text to the mayor. The mayor texts his brother. And, yes, Sid Rosenberg has his own police detail daily on the local trains. Now he's telling the truth. And now you heard it from Sid Rosenberg himself. Tonight you don't want to miss it. Uh, when I come back at 12 midnight to the break of dawn, 6 in the morning, we'll be We'll be analyzing the Tyree Nichols uh, traffic stop video out of Memphis that everybody will have watched. Get your feedback. Then also the uh, Paul Pelosi video from the uh, body cams of the San Francisco police when he was attacked. And the additional George Santos videos that are coming fast and furiously of when he was a drag queen in Rio de Janeiro. Don't miss it. 12 midnight to 6 in the morning.